present some other update from the call face with Martin Kremer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Good morning to you, Martin. Morning, Bongi. All right. How are you doing? Ah, quite well. And yourself? You're not rested. I, I, I had hoped you'd be home resting. I should be. Could have done it on the phone. Exactly. But you had to come here. All right. <laughs> the major steps that South Africa is taking to boost its rail engineering capacity could win us billions of rand worth of export business in Africa. Tell us more. Yo, it was great this week when, you know, the, the, they rolled out new coaches for Botswana. We saw designed and made in South Africa and then bought by our neighbors. This is the sort of intra-Africa trade we've been trying to promote for so long. And we see there that in discussion with you know, Transnet Engineering, they are eyeing three billion rands worth of business at the moment in Africa there. And we have this infrastructure where we can build coaches. We can build these that appeal to the president, Ian Karma, who went in one of them. And we know that it'll go between Labatsi and Francistown. The first, uh, you know, this is 37 uh, coaches that have been ordered and 20 have, have, have been uh, part of the first delivery. But it, it's a, a th- an indication of potential to come in Africa, rail. And it's not only, you know, Transnet Engineering, the state-owned entity, but it's also Gibella out at Donata. You see them spending a billion rand on a new rail factory there, and they're going to turn that into, a they hope, a rail hub. There's a training center. They're looking to training 19,000 people, wow. you know, over the next period. And we see there the partner is the big Alstom. And they have already started with their first 600 coaches. Uh, the first lot are being made in, in, in a factory in Brazil. But even in that factory, we see South African seating, South African cabling, South African roof racks going in there. And we note that the ones, the coaches that went into Botswana were nice modern coaches. You know, they Wi-Fi enabled uh, and they've got air conditioning. And we can see that it's a, a quite a long journey, the 500 kilometers that they'll be uh, doing. So it's a modern coach which you can actually stay overnight in. This is quite big for Transnet, isn't it? It's quite big for Transnet Engineering. They've always been vigorous, and you can see they're turning over about 11 billion rand a year. We know that they've got a nice partnership with General Electric uh, of the United States, which is very enthusiastic about the locomotives that they're building there. We've got a big locomotive program of ourselves, but we know that Africa is also needing this sort of uh, input on rail. Well done to Siabonga Kama there, uh, the CEO. All right, Australians are continuing to beat South Africans in the pursuit of uh, new metals and uh, minerals on our very own continent. This eh? always upsets me, you know, when the Australians and the Canadians steal a march on us, and we find they do it regularly because they've got this culture uh, in Australia of a, a lot of young geologists coming through uh, who link up with accountants. They list on a stock exchange. They'll go onto the ASX. They won't get enormous amount of money, but it'll be enough for them to come through to Africa. We notice that their diplomatic corps in Africa is very active. They are able to do economic things for their people in Australia. They, they have the red carpet rolled out when these Australians come in. They do their drilling and now we see with graphite, we might say, oh, resources is down. But you know, you've got certain minerals and metals that are suddenly getting a new spurt of demand. We know that with lithium batteries, we have now also focus on graphite. We know there's graphite in Mozambique and Tanzania, but who's getting it? Mm. <laughs> it's the mm. Australians. They've come there first. We also note that you know they get a lot of uh, information coming through from their government on statistics that allow them to see opportunities. 
uh, we need to do something similar. The Canadians as well. We notice that there's a new mining minister there. He's working very closely uh, with the new prime minister, who's mm. a youngster, you know, mm. Justin Trudeau. Mm. And we see vigor again coming through. We need to match some of that because we compare ourselves to Australia and Canada because we also are a mining uh, destination. But exactly. we, we really are, are somnambulating at the moment and we need a wake-up call. And we need to put money on uh, science and technology and geology as well. You know, it's true. We, uh, because of our big ore bodies here, we've had these massive waters around ore bodies. We've had the big platinum ore bodies in the Bushfell complex. We've put more emphasis on engineering because we said, look, the engineers will turn this to account, sinking the shots. These ore bodies are so big. Whereas the smaller ore bodies elsewhere in the world have had more of a geological focus. And we know that some of our geologists who have gone into Africa have done brilliantly. I mean, you can remember with Rand Gold Resources mm. just developed down the road here, you know, on the London Stock Exchange, the best performing gold company on the Stock Exchange has changed the lives of West Africans. When I go there, they ululate, you know, for Rand Gold. And you say, well, why are you so enthusiastic? And they say, well, you know, before Rand Gold came here, we were lucky if, you know, we, we earned $100 a year. Now we're earning $1,000 a month, you know, that sort of thing. That sort of change takes place through uh, uh, activity that is brought in by people with expertise in geology in particularly. And we know that resources are down now, but this is the time to actually get in and prepare. And it's, it's, it's a pity that the Canadians and the Australians generally knocked a, knock us into a cocked hat. And when you go into uh, even Botswana, you find a lot of activity uh, by Australians and, and uh, we feel we're right on that doorstep, mm. but we don't seem to be able to, to get in there easily. Platinum miners are heading for new pay talks in an extremely difficult market environment. Yeah, this is the sort of thing, you know, we throw our mind back to that five-month a platinum strike in the Rustenburg uh, uh, platinum belt, which was is too ghastly to contemplate. Uh, you know, a repeat of that would be too ghastly to contemplate because that really was devastating, the longest strike we've ever had in our history. Yes. But now we're entering new pay talks in the, in the platinum miners' field, and we're doing it under terribly difficult circumstances because we see that the price of platinum is just not lifting. It's not coming up at all. Now, with gold, we see you know the price at least moving ahead in dollars yes, and then soaring in rands because you get that leverage. Yes. Not so in platinum. You know, because the dollar price is so bad, your rand price is just sort of at the level it was last year. Nothing to write home about. Now we're going into these wage talks. I'm sure, you know, the, the workers are going to say, no, oh, we're really looking for something better, yeah, special. But hopefully there will be a, a sort of a more sober attitude this time around because if you look at those platinum prices, you know, they are $50 below what they were last year mm. in, in mm. dollar terms and mm. they were bad last year. I hope, I hope they don't uh, go, go down further. To eight hundred rand per exactly, per and, but then if you look at palladium, yeah, if you look at palladium, you know the drop has been even worse. I think the drop is about two hundred and fifty dollars an ounce. And then if you take the whole basket of metals, you know, you take the the, the, the platinum group metals as they call, plus you know the byproducts of nickel and copper, that price is down at about one thousand six hundred dollars an ounce. Whereas you know even in the bad times, it was at uh, nearly uh, over 2,000. So, okay. Very difficult times coming up for, in the pay talks in platinum. Martin Krima is uh, publishing.